Hey y'all, welcome back to another episode of It's On Us. Make sure you like, follow, subscribe to all of our pages, and enjoy the episode. So I'm bringing this in this week. How y'all doing out there? Top of the morning, top of the morning. Top of the morning. Let's get this shit. Let's get this shit. Welcome back to another episode of IOU. It's me and the guys. We're having a lot of fun today. And I'm going to start off by introducing my guy to my left, and it is... Ash, yo, yo. How everybody doing? And then I got to his right... Glizzy Diaz. All right. You're only in the Glizzy, though. That's impressive. He is. He really is. New season, though. And that's why I called you Kobayashi in the text. (laughs) As your entertainer. And then to my right, I have... Uh, I don't know my name. I forgot. <laughs> oh, no. I'm, I'm freezing up. Cold feet. Cold feet. Nah. Cold feet. It's just sure. your boy. Take the day off. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> who are you? I don't know who am I. Who am I? It's a deep question. There we go. Who are you? Who are you? <laughs> Didn't remember that rat we used to do? We used to uh, me, you, and Joe used to like rap to each other. Mm-hmm. I think you mentioned you. Like, who are you? That was your. <laughs> that was your intro bar. Mm-hmm. Oh man. I, I, I wish we could. Uh, Pull those back. That was that was fun. That was I fun. still have that uh, iPod. Actually, I just have to get the screen repaired. I still have it in my notes. All of them. Dude, get, please. I I think we know a screen repair guy, don't we, Ash? We do. Yeah. Shout, Dude, out, I, shout out to my guy Eric Jennings. Uh, he owns a sh- uh, shop on Oberlin Avenue. Crack screen. I forget the actual name. Mm-hmm. Is it over by Big Lots over there? Yes, right across uh-huh. from Big Lots. Uh huh. Okay, because I found a place in North Ridgeville that would do it for a hundred bucks. But I mean, if he's competing with that cool with that but it's john to my right me and yep. him we're having a going back hey, and forth and it's your boy cliff i'm the host today and today i'm going to start off with my little spooky season story i told it a while back but you know what we probably have a bigger audience now i would hope i would love a bigger yeah better be listening to us so we got right? some freaking jewels in this tune in so pretty much jewels. at one point in time after i moved out my apartment i moved in with um my boy brad into a condo because i heard john doesn't believe in ghosts and hopefully this can convince him and um before I even moved in, one time I took over my PlayStation and I um, was trying to get into the front door. Mind you, he was in his room, right? And the door was acting funny. And when I was trying to twist it, it was twisting in my hand. And so I thought he was behind the door and he was going to try to scare me on some corny shit. Mm-hmm. But when I opened the door, like I shoulder pressed it because I was going to squish his ass and I accidentally flew in and hit his wall. And I was like, oh. <laughs> Uh, he was like all the way around the corner and I was like who the hell was like twisting the door in my hand mind you I didn't know what had happened in the house at that time mm. so okay speed it up to me moving in um, just some weird shit was happening I felt a presence in the house at all times which was weird even when he wasn't there you know because I used to work out there play 2k there by myself and it just felt weird thinking like you know there was just somebody always either watching me or just in there with me and so speeded up a couple weeks Brad had told me like you know he was joking about this demon being in his house when we were chilling and I was like you know that caught my ear a couple times because I thought he was just playing around Mm -hmm. just being goofy and I asked him one time I was like is there really a demon here he was like yeah he was like I'll be having fucked up dreams this that and the next and blah 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 I was like I just thought he was fucking around because mind you he had been drinking I was like he's just fucking around been there like maybe a month and a half and I started having weird dreams and it was hard for me to go to sleep. I would even sleep with my light on. Mind you, I don't sleep with my light on. Like if it was that mm-hmm. bad, like when I was like dark in my room, I felt weird, bro. Like mm-hmm. I couldn't even listen to music and close my eyes because it felt like somebody was like looking at me like this close. And I'm like, all oh, right, feels like oh, shit. somebody's watching me. <laughs> Hell yeah. And um, his shower curtain used to fall all the time. And I fixed it a couple times to the point where I knew it shouldn't have been falling. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Under no circumstance. And it's like not a tub or anything. It's like a wall and one of those spring ones. So it should be cool. Mm. Um, so you had so, a few different encounters. Yeah, a few different encounters. And there was one time I was working out upstairs and like he had this chandelier. Mind you, there was no windows open, nothing. And one time it was just like, you know, spinning and rotating on his own. And I'm like, man, I know I'm not bugging. <laughs> Like, yeah, I smoke, but I'm not bugging. You know what I mean? (laughs) At that point, I left the house. Um, Mm. I had one really, really bad experience when um, my dream, my boss's wife, like her eyes were blacked out and she kept like, I seen her for some reason driving. This was a dream, mind you. So I was third person. I would watch her driving the house up the driveway come in the house and her eyes would be blacked out and she's like running towards my room and she just bursts in and screams and I'm just like what the hell's going on and she would come up to me and just like do some weird shit and I would wake up and I'm like yo bro I'm bucking mind you this lady is nice we get along so I'm not right. I wouldn't be dreaming bad about her for any beef purposes or anything so I'm like this is all weird mm. she did so, that she did that in your dream 
Yeah, in my dream. And I asked like, Brad about it. time of the month or something. Right. And I asked Brad about it. He was like, man, that's crazy because I be having dreams like that all the time. And he be lucid dreaming and be saying, like, he be hearing this lady's voice and he be telling him to turn over and he can't. He be feeling paralyzed and all this other oh, shit. And I see paralysis. So, yeah. Oh, and, and he said he's been dealing with that for months since, like, Christmas and shit. So I left the house. I ain't going to lie. I left the house for, like, two weeks. I was spooked out. I was like, okay, something's really going on here. And how old was the house? Like how? Like what do you think? It wasn't like, old at all. I'm gonna tell you what yeah. happened. It wasn't old at all. I think it was like done back in 2000, like four or five. It's it's oh, not old so or anything. Newer, that's newer construction. Mm-hmm. Um, come back because he tells me to come back. I'm paying rent there. I'm paying uh, bills and shit. So yeah, I was like, yeah, all my shit's over there, and I do live there. So I'm gonna go back. And um, at that time, what was happening? I think we had a party. Everything was cool. Somebody stayed the night, and when that person stayed the night we slept on the couch and when we slept on the couch i woke up in this dream where um that person had grabbed my arm mm. and i was looking up and mind you I had a blanket on me that person grabbed my arm and looked at me and that person's head like you know looked up really slow and creepy and looked me in my eyes and like their head was like upside down like this way and then like their body was like upward this way and then her head twisted and like and she rushed at me and i woke up and i was like whoa Oh, and then I like went to my room. I did not sleep next to her. I was like, okay, I'm bugging. Mm-hmm. Went to my room. <clears throat> next night, that's when my lucid dream got worse. Brad had left. I was home and I was playing 2K and I fell asleep on the couch. And I fell asleep because it was a sectional like this. I was playing the game on this side, but I fell asleep on this side watching TV. Okay. Okay. And um, when I fell asleep, I woke up and I was in the living room again, like where that last bad dream had happened. I'm sorry, I got to back up. But um, and when I looked up, there was this creepy man. He kind of looked like Groot from Despicable Me, but he had on a jester suit, and I'll never forget it. It was like green and yellow. He had on no jester hat, and he had like creepy beady eyes, and he had a smile with really sharp teeth from ear to ear, with really tiny ears, and he was standing over me with like a mace. Like one of those spike ball things mm-hmm. from back in the day, and he was just looking at me creepy, and like, and I blinked, and for some reason, like he like bent over, and he was closer to me, and his eyes were really intense, and to the point where I can see like his blood vessels in his eyes, and I was like, "Yo, what the fuck?" What the fuck? And I what, and I was punching up, yeah, and I was yeah. able to like punch up at him, and I couldn't hit him. Most people know what I'm talking about when you try to fight in your dream, you can't hit the person. So that was going on, and I woke up sweating. I was bugging. I was like, "Yo, what is going on here?" tried to calm down i went outside i smoked i was like man i'm having like all these nightmares here i was like shit ain't adding up you know what i mean i was mm-hmm. like what the hell's going on um i went back in tried to go to sleep mind you i do have the knowledge that you know brad's been having sleep paralysis and he's been having weird dreams with a witch-like voice in his dreams now when i went back in to fall asleep i had to cover on me and i slept on the other side of the section though obviously because i had a <laughs> nightmare on that side um, Try to switch up your position, like hey, let me, <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that <laughs> was situational. So, I was laying down and I woke up and I was in the room again. I was in my living room and I was like, "What the fuck is going on?" And I seen like feet moving in Brad's room because he had a see-through fireplace and I thought he was like maybe walking back and forth, maybe talking to somebody on his phone, but I couldn't hear nothing. So I'm like, "What's Brad doing up at this hour?" And I feel real, real eerie in his dream. I feel real anxiety, and I try to walk towards him. Like his, you know, room just to check on him. And next thing you know, my blanket snatches me. My blanket. It pops up like kind of like a Doctor Strange's a cape. Okay. And it, sna- yeah, and it snatches me. And it like pulls me down to the, and it pulls me to the center of the living room. And next thing you know, and it leaves me like enough space to where like I can see like our kitchen and shit. And like mm-hmm. around the corner where I was walking towards. And this black figure comes around the corner. And it's this witch-like figure and voice. And mind you, I had this dark aura and everything. Something that you would see out of a movie, but this was, like, vivid enough for me to remember and see. I am bugging. I am scared because I feel defenseless. I can't do anything. Mm-hmm. And I laid there for about 20 minutes. And then I woke up. I was on the couch. And I was like, yo. I went in my room. Pretty much didn't sleep that night. And I, I talked to Brad. Like, I pretty much called off work the next day because I was bugging. I was bugging. Wow. I was bugging. Shit. And when he came home, he just told me about how him, Velez, and two other people played with a Ouija board in a crawl space in one of our closets back on the Christmas uh, party we had. Mm-hmm. And pretty much, 
I know the rules of Ouija and the Ouija board, and mm-hmm. one of the most serious rules, and most people forget this, is to always say goodbye. Otherwise, you're going to leave that door open to that room. And when they went down there, mind you, Velez had been doing this at plenty of places. He thinks it's a joke. You know what I mean? I take that shit serious. I'm a spiritual person, mm-hmm. and I understand the uh, consequences of not taking that shit serious. And another extreme rule is never play in a graveyard. Mm. And um, so they played in a crawl space. Nothing happened, supposedly, that Brad said, and they never said goodbye. And I told him he broke a major rule. And I felt I was like, I feel like that's why all this bad energy and all, because I told him everything, too, that had been happening to me, and he believed yeah. me. And uh, he did say, like, you know, a girl hit her head on the way out, which he thought it was weird because, you know, she had a clear opening. I was like, well, that was kind of like a bad omen sign right there. Everything spun out of control. And he'd been having, and after we had that conversation, more shit had been, like, it kicked up. Mm-hmm. Glass in our sink had just shattered, exploded out of nowhere after uh, dinner one night, which was weird. Uh. What else happened? Like I said, the shower curtain kept dropping. And it was just all... so. Oh, I, and then supposedly I was possessed. And I believe him. Um, and this was in the middle of the day, too. I was asleep on uh, the couch on this side of the sectional. And I was... Because I was tired. Because, again, I hadn't been sleeping for weeks because it was hard to sleep. Every time I went to sleep, something weird was happening. Um, He had came home from work. And I think I was watching football. It was a weekend. And he seen me sleeping on a couch and he, you know, he said, what's up? And clearly I was sleeping. Once he seen me, he opened up the fridge and he said, when he closed the fridge, I was standing right there in the doorway. Mind you, I have no recollect of this. I thought, and like, I woke up on the couch and he said, I was standing right there in the doorway and I said, what's up to him? I was conversating and everything and shit like that. And then he turned his back for a quick second. And then like, when he looked back, I was back on the couch sleep. I was like, yo, I was like, what? Again, I have no recollect of this Mm -hmm. and I believe him. And yeah, wow. all sorts of weird shit. And then I just told you guys what happened with the champagne bottle because uh, he was leaving our job because we worked together at the time. And him and my boss were just like, because my boss had bought the house, um, he was selling it, told us we had to go, obviously. Mm-hmm. Not because of conflict of interest or anything, just because, you know, they just called everything off, which is understandable. And um, during cleanup, and my boss is a witness too, right when we were done, we had a champagne bottle because we were going to toast to the place being sold because he sold it. Mm-hmm. And uh, the bottle popped itself, uncorked. We didn't have a, anything near it. It was still wrapped up. And it was just crazy looking. And I feel like that was the supposed demon, because Brad called it a demon, that pissed him off one last time before we left because them two had like a real thing. Beef. That's a beef. Yeah. yeah. It was crazy. So it was only a demon because Damn. of what factual evidence? It just like... It was just like, I feel like I felt the presence getting bigger. I really did. I felt it getting bigger because at first it was just like I said, like he said it had been there for a while and it was messing with his sleep paralysis. The fact that we were both dreaming about our boss's wife like bursting into our rooms and screaming and doing weird shit. My, oh, and at work one time because I was tired, I have had a vision of her bursting in the bathroom screaming at me. Like it just like it was weird. Like it kept taking on her entity. I mean her body. I don't know why. Oh, her that is some creepy ass shit. It is creepy. Right. And blacked out eyes. You know what I mean? Like no eyes or nothing. And it was just like weird so to me. just to go back to the last episode when we talked about spooky season and mm-hmm. like I said that portal, that door between where we are and the other side is this waiting real. room. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and some don't cross over because of some entity or some they're not able Something, to yeah. fully transition into the next space and those demons quote unquote are probably presence of that oh and let me point this they out during the door with that explaining board. like the whole Ouija concept mm-hmm. like you know what happened in this house he showed me a picture of Velez and it's weird that it's a woman too he actually has a woman because he they took a picture on our back patio of Velez like holding the Ouija board and there's a vivid woman a ghostly woman with yellow eyes over his shoulder Wow, he still has can a we picture see in his picture? phone. Can, yeah, can we? Can, we can get he that? like send it to me? No, I mean like just after the episode when, when we hear this. Yeah, that'd be, uh, that'd be dope. Well, my so we post this on our my, page too. My phone, my phone is at home, and I'll text him, and hopefully he still has it. But yeah, cool. I'll never forget that picture. No, top of the moment, top of the moment, top, <laughs> top of the moment. Yeah. Yeah. Shit, that's on well, spooky season. Yeah, we needed you last week, man. Shit, no, that's good. We last week I kind of told my girl orphanage story, and like those energies are real. They're real. And people don't believe that, like, yeah, you find exactly what you're looking for once you enter that space. And the crazy part is I wasn't looking for it. My thing is I found out about it, even though I 
felt it there and I was experiencing it there, but he confirmed it for me. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. when I was younger, me and my brothers, we lived on 18th Street and Garden right around the corner from Osh. Mm-hmm. And uh, our house was haunted, but he was peaceful, though. He was a peaceful soul. His name was Mr. Sam. He had a name and everything. Um, he gave, I think he told Sherman that name or our grandmother. Actually, no, he used to live in a house. My grandmother used to know him. He died in a house. Mm-hmm. And uh, Reese, seen him first. We all seen him in our sleep. And the crazy part is we all seen him like it was always around my dad for some reason. Like, Reese, seen him hovering over my dad. He thought he'd seen my dad passed out. And I did, too. Like, just passed out in our hallway. Mr. Sam hovering over him. And there was another time he was just walking up the steps. And all of us had the same exact dream. Kind of like same instance. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. And he would, like, always cut on our electronics, too. Like, our electronic shit would cut on, like, our little toys from Burger King and shit like that. So, that was weird. So, that kind of leads me cool. into um, a question. Like, if you could choose... Would you rather, like, be a spirit that was a lot of be, I guess, like, haunt a place or be in a place? Or would you just be a spirit that'd be like, no, let me just pass on? That was that dog pound spirit right there. No, I I would say um, I would be more of a guide to the souls on this planet if I had to choose which one I want to be. If you could... Yeah. Term to right. use, like, haunt, like, haunting is just like, like I don't, shit like that. You know, yeah, haunting is like a negative. Like my experience here was bad, but like I feel like everything. Or is I got good, a beef so. with somebody, right? right. So yeah. I'm attached to them, and I want their karma to be bad. All no. this. I don't want to be that like bitter in the afterlife. Well, no, me. right? I'm right. not saying bitter, but just I mean I use the term haunt as like spooky or ghostly. So would you want to like be at a place like I'm just fucking with a, shit just to freak people out? That or just like a old school, you know your old house and like you. Kind of like our a helper in that house. I'm with Ash. I'd much rather be like a spiritual guide or a guardian angel where I follow my loved ones the most. Like, hopefully I can be like, it's kind of like instant transportation. Like, I can be like placed with the people I love the most at all times. Like, if mm. I feel something over here, like, you cool right now. I'm going to go over there and like. Make sure everything them. else is cool. Yeah, be with them. You know what I mean? And when I feel like your energy is off, I'm going to be right here for you. You know what I mean? Okay. So, I would love to be a guide. I would like a to guardian be. Guardian angel. If, if, if I got to choose, I would want to be. Like help out a family in a house that they moved into one of mine. Oh, like you know what I mean? Like how would you help them? Like you don't know. Like what if somebody tried to break into their house and I'm like able to like irritate the dog enough to bark louder or some shit, okay. or 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 something. He's gonna be like, sitting there waiting. So you're gonna be like off. the trigger alarm. Like you're gonna do yeah. something. Yeah, or that or makes just be able to help out the family in a sense. Like fuck ADT. If I notice they're, you know, they have a kid and it's not, you know, knock something over in the room in the back. Okay. Them, so you're going to be Casper the Friendly Ghost. Yeah. <laughs> That's what Pretty it much. is. That's exactly what it would be. You're going to be Casper the Friendly Why Ghost. Mm-hmm. I think even the story of Casper is like trying to help the present people that are here and that's mm. what I think that's what life is about because Man. we talked about that platform movie. Mm-hmm. By the way, if you guys have Netflix, make sure you go watch this movie platform. It's a great uh, movie on social experiments. Okay. But um, yeah, just the, just the entity of like trying to help people who are less fortunate than you. I think I need to go back and watch this series. I I was actually really into it when I was a kid, but mm-hmm. I really didn't get the concept. I just Me liked too. him. But I think I need to go back and like watch that. Even saying his name, like I don't really have a vague memory of like how the storyline was and what he represented. So I think I need to go back yeah. and like. Because if you look it. at like his uncles and the people that were around him, they were all like negative. bad people. Like oh, oh you, yeah, you, you're a ghost. You're supposed to be this way, but like oh, who okay. says you're supposed to be He's a friendly ghost? Evil, uh, right. right? So, but yeah, so. That's how I look oh. at it. Yeah. Oh, by the way, uh, shout out to Gabe. Gabe's not here with us today on this episode. Yes, but, a personal uh, manager attend to. Yeah. Oh. Praying for everybody in that situation. Everything's good. I owe you family for so most of you. So, if you guys want to do this real quick before we like get into the episode, which we're already like some semi, 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 semi. <laughs> All right. So, um, real quick, I like to do the wellness check. Are oh, you going to do it beginning today? Okay. All right. So, one right. through ten. How are you guys feeling? One through ten. Man, so earlier this week I was stressed the fuck out. Mm-hmm. But now I'm better, so we're out, so we're at like a seven, no six and climbing. I say six. Okay. I had to talk to my daughter about her her phone because she got locked out, of, like it got stuck in a power cycle. She didn't have enough room on her phone, so we couldn't update. So we're just stuck, and Ouch. that like put her in a shitty mood at the beginning of the day, just like oh, terrible. Her device is gone. Right. Oh. Then. <laughs> She got shitty. Oh, we with definitely need to her talk mom. about that. <laughs> she got shitty with her mom. Yeah. Well, over my, her device. That and you know she wasn't ready for a test because, excuse me, she felt over, overwhelmed and shit with school, and so. So she got shitty because of, right. 
So factor. Shata. That don't add up to me. I'd so be I, like, so I no, heard go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. they yelled in the car, and she doesn't always know how to respond getting yelled at because it don't happen too often. Okay. So I think that kind of fucks with her psyche, my opinion. Uh-huh. So she came back home. So I had to talk to her. I said, look, first of all, this is a tool to help you in life. You don't need it. Mm-hmm. You don't. I need it for school. I was like, no, fuck that shit. I said, you said it like that. Yeah. How many people graduated without this thing? I was like, this. I was like, fuck yeah. that shit. I said, you know how many other tools you can find to help you learn in school? Yeah. And so I took my phone out, threw it in the backyard. I said, see, you don't need it. It's you don't need it, Taylor. Mm-hmm. I said, I said, what else? And then she felt overwhelmed with school. Felt like she took too many college level courses as a junior in high school. Is, I said, that's yeah. real. I said, but you got to realize, we never said you had to do that. You wanted to do that. Yeah. This is your decision. Not mad at you for it. You thought you could. You can't. Oh, well, you fail. That happens. Well, you don't fail. My thing is you no, need to no, take it on not, and you need to like. You're not going to fail those classes. Down a little bit more. Right. I was like, because she's not going to fail those classes because that's just not her. Mm-hmm. But she going, you know, it's harder for her. Like, you got to realize. Challenge. So. It's it's going to be a challenge, Taylor. I said, look, I'm, I could be crazy. I said, but why don't you clean your room? I said, if you clean your room. That right there is changing your environment that you could help you do your homework in more productively and stuff like that. I said that's a fact. I don't even play the video game in a dirty environment. It feels weird. Yeah, right. I was I like, like, I love clean environments. I said so because you guys knew how my basement looks, and f- with me saying that, yikes! Right. So OCD. That was fucking landfill. Right, really but that. with me saying that, you guys are like, what the hell? But yeah, I told her. I said, look, clean your room. Yeah. I said, clean it. Even your mood changed once you clean it. You were so much happier to have it. I was like, <laughs> clean your room so you can relax more. We are going to win tomorrow. That's a lot of spirit right yeah. there. Right. Honey is that saying some shit. Going. She knows something. She feels but yeah, so I had to tell her tell her how it was. I'm like, look, I want to hear this. No. I said, if you, I said, whenever your mom asks you if you're fine, you always say you're fine. Don't lie to her. I said, if you're struggling, talk to us. I said, we don't expect a lot of you. I said, do good in school. Don't, you know, don't be selfish. Don't be mean. Know your morals. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. So she did better throughout the week, which made the house better throughout the week. So, mm-hmm. okay. That's so, good. John, That's for good. you? Uh, well, so you guys know that. Congratulations. My, yeah, my class Congratulations. Is, yeah, my class is finished. I so. told you 110, not 9 to 5. <laughs> I'm disappointed. <laughs> so I know. I got so much admiration for you, John. Like I'm trying so fucking hard. And yeah, it was I'm just trying of you in this garage. <laughs> um, yeah, it, my class uh, for this, this seven weeks is, is done as of yesterday. And um, last night, my professor had emailed us and, and basically the class and said, hey, you guys, um, these projects you turned in last week, they're graded. Um, here are some of the highlights or some of the ones that I liked. And she mentioned mine as one of the ones. And I, I said to you guys, I said, well, it's not the validation. It's just like the that someone appreciated something that I did uh-huh. is, is yes. kind of like something that like made me feel good. It made me feel like proud. I was like, shit, well, I run through a fucking wall. You know, I, just, I don't know. It just feels good. It just feels gets you hype. Yeah. It's like, hell yeah. Like they noticed they noticed what I did. So. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to you, John. So I'm trying. Um, I think the last couple of weeks, I think I was like a seven and a half. I think right now I'm like, I'm sitting at like eight and a half, nine. Cause it's just, I feel really good. I got that class done. Um, hopefully going to pass it with an A. Um, so no, everything else is good. Work is just going along right now. It's just been a lot of, of shit going on. It's mm-hmm. just a lot to deal with. So a lot of shifting, a lot of readjusting. Work, 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 work. Mm-hmm. You know, cause you, you know, I, the other day we had mentioned we were talking i was talking to my coworkers, and basically we've had some people that have passed away like years after retiring like two years after retiring mm. it's like damn they spent all that time 20 30 years to just to pass away in a couple that's we, one of my biggest fears actually mm-hmm. we had a guy that came in uh he was our old retired superintendent for i think the when we had a trash company or we were the we were basically the trash company we collected trash mm-hmm. he worked here he retired in like 1970 something or 86 i think it was so he retired longer than i've been alive Damn. so that's a you know that's a blessing in, in itself mm-hmm. he was able to work a whole career retire and now he's been not you know he's not been working since 86 30 years that's amazing 
you know, and there's just to show like the two trans, you know, the the other one that you know, retired in 2018 and she passed away in 2020. It's like, damn. No, yeah. it just shows you the different um, that life isn't guaranteed, and and I don't know, just it just took it, just put that in perspective. I don't know, I don't know why I talked about but it. That's why I tell people for for anybody who's employed or has a job they go to, take your vacation, spend your time with the people that you love, because that job is only there because. You have to make funds for your family. Mm-hmm. Outside of that, live your life. Mm-hmm. Right? To, yeah. to piggyback off that real quick, how you just said how some people retire and, you know, and how you said, you know, make sure you know what you're working for. Mm-hmm. Me and you had a conversation earlier this week how last two years I ain't had a boss. It feels good. Not a lot of people can say that my age and make good money. Mm-hmm. Can't. So it's like I... I've recently learned to appreciate it more mm-hmm. because, you know, everybody's life is roller coaster. You're going to have your up and your downs. And I was like, think about it sometimes in a negative manner. And then I'm like, take a step back at the bigger pictures. Like, hold up. It's really not that bad. Mm-hmm. So just want to throw my two cents in there. So where it's like, if you're able to do it, do it. Because you, like how you said, John, you don't want to waste your yeah, majority like, of your life working all these years. And then three years later, yeah, this woman that I worked with, the woman, this over. woman that I worked with, mm-hmm. literally was living her last days it's with me at work. You know, it, it, it was just it's just wild to, to think about it like that. Like right. people are living their last day. You know, you don't know you don't know when your last day is. So, um, I don't know. So just to put it in perspective, just very happy what I'm doing, moving forward, just trying to live my best and my life. Gotta love the rebels. So just to reiterate, you had an eight point five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. okay. and in, in conclusion, with, with all, all that, eight point five. Okay, Clifton, for you. But I, I kind of do not to cut you off with them. <laughs> I do kind of like the unpacking of yeah, what we're that. going through, mm-hmm. right? Because people relate to what we're talking about. Definitely. Okay, Clifton, for you. I'm at an eight. Honestly, past four weeks, I've worked over two hundred hours. I'm trying, yeah, I'm trying to cut that down, and uh, because I want to see my family more. Mm-hmm. But I'm ecstatic that our team was really dominant. We're three and one, and we won today, nine to you, one. Now the soccer, your son's soccer team. Mm-hmm. Just so everybody, he said we. He said I'm part of that team. He oh, said yeah. I'm cheering. I'm out there. I'm part of my there. hardest every fucking day. I love it. I don't want to miss a game. I told him as long as I know his uh, time and schedule, I'm going to carve out time to be there for him. Nice. I really mean that, man. And he probably loves every second. He probably oh, yeah. looks over at through the game. Is like, is he there? And he sees you, and that's like reassurance for him. They're like, okay, hell yeah, it makes sense for me. Yep. Me and Ash are uh, doing a workout competition, and it has yes. my physical up and down because we push each other. Mm-hmm. And he gave me an opening earlier this week, and I took it. And again, I'm tired, but I'm going to get my ass up later and work out and tomorrow because. Got a lot riding on this. You know what it's like, Ash. Yeah. It's, it's just like, even if we, like, whoever wins this, mm-hmm. we both win because yeah. we both are right. putting You're the effort other, in yeah. a... Now, is it every, every Sunday? It's just, it's just a seven-day challenge. Seven day. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. And every day, it's like, you got to match. You know what I'm saying? Some days you'll be like, okay, well, I don't feel like doing it. Well, while you're sleeping, he's, he's grinding. He's doing something different, yeah, yeah. But then it's like, okay, it's basically like you're matching energies and like... It makes sense. Yeah. Because so. you really do both win because, like he said, even though we're both competitive, and of course I want the W, don't get me wrong, but like he said, because I see he takes that day off, that should motivate me to go hard that day. Like, this is your opening. Go mm-hmm. hard. Don't take a day off. Like, just because he takes a day off don't mean you should match it unless and, you're obviously and tired. This, this is the fitness app on the Apple Watch. Yep. Yeah. Through the Apple Watch. We're not sponsored yep. by Apple, but no. it would be nice mm-hmm. if they threw that out hey, there. But you can send us some watches. Yeah. 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 But, um, yeah, so... That's nice. Um, what else? I mean, nothing to complain about. I'm gonna watch the new Venom later before the fight. I can't I've seen it. wait to watch that fight. Don't I, tell me nothing about I'm it. Not, I, I'm not. How'd you like it? I've heard so mixed. people. Yeah, I've seen the mixed reviews and stuff like that. Me personally, this is my personal read opinion. Reviews. I enjoyed it. I thought it was a good movie because I like superheroes and comic book based stuff. So I could be because I favor that type of genre more but mm-hmm. I thought it was a good movie I liked the storyline I thought everything was good and make sure you watch the post credit scene oh, damn. Oh, I was going to ask you man I, I already know I'm going to ask you after the, afterwards I don't want to spoil anything or have you even with that though no, I, I, geeked, the one up, thing I geeked out that's oh, all I got to say the one thing I will ask is did they personify Carnage correctly because again the fact that it's PG-13 lets me know it's kind of not done right because Carnage is Carnage is an asshole. I know he's an asshole, but no, he's supposed to be like lethal. Like he just gives oh zero yeah oh yeah. And do he's they just live left and so right? So do they live up to that? People, yes, he does live up to that. 
He does. Okay. I, That's in my all opinion, I know. in my opinion, he does because he did something. I'm like, oh, this this dude don't play. No, he don't. That's so what I'm saying. As long as yeah, there was him. one scene in the movie that you could definitely tell where it's like, okay, they pay pay homage to it because he's like, oh, I I didn't expect that. So. Good, exactly, and that's how you look at him because if you like, you think shit's chill, it's a good guy, bad guy thing. He take it like up here, like, yo, come on now. <laughs> really, it's oh, so man. funny. <laughs> I need to watch that. I want to watch that credits. And and Tom Hardy, he plays that Venom character well. He's a he's a great actor. And like he's he is. like I did not know he played Bane in the Batman. What? In Dark yes, yes. So no, yeah. I didn't know that's like until a year ago. So I was like, oh shit. So I actually watched the whole trilogy again. I'm like, he plays that character very fucking well. He does. He does. Like John said, he's a great actor. I like Tom Hardy. Yeah. So, did you do your... No, I was, I was waiting for you guys to see. Oh, no. I'm sorry. Cool. sorry. So, if you guys I care about my uh, well-being... Oh, um, we do. Oh, we do. We do. Think about it. I mean, Is there one more thing? I gotta mention? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I would say I'm at like a... Um, I'm at an 8.59. Eight point five nine. Hold up, you gotta break that down. Eight point five nine. Like why such? Like is it five nine or like eight point five two nine or eight point six? Because you should round up. Eight point five. Okay, but I'm leaning towards your your, your uh, stock is rising to nine. nine. Okay, because so it's not eight point five nine. It's eight point five two and nine. I mean, I can be eight point five nine. I'm still like increasing. But I feel like I'm on the gist of like leaning towards the nine. So you're like buffering and loading towards yes. the nine or something? Absolutely. Okay. Because just when you're like so assured of what you want, mm-hmm. nothing can deteriorate you from reaching your goal. You only you will stand in the way of what you want. It's true. So for me, it's Ooh. like. That, that is true. Right. I agree. I so for me, it's just like I'm taking more accountability in where I am in life and just appreciating like we talked about this outside, just knowing your worth and how much you know you're supposed to make. And you can sit there and be like, okay, well, he said I make this much, so I'm going to make that much. But you you determine what you want in life. Mm-hmm. So I'll, we said this like earlier on, maybe a week ago, two weeks ago. I said, if it costs me my peace of mind, it's too expensive. And I'm taking that with all the pride in the world. So moving forward, anyone who wants to catch this message, do what you want. Because you're never, tomorrow's never guaranteed. Mm-hmm. So for me, I'm at like an 8.5. Or a nine climbing because mm-hmm. I'm not sure of what I want. Nice. So with you saying tomorrow's never guaranteed, makes me think of a lot of like what if questions and stuff like that. And I just finished watching the Marvel show. What if it was great series. If you guys haven't had a chance to watch it, watch it. I know Cliff's probably the only person at the table that would probably watch it. I, I would watch it, but I don't have, is it on? I'll send you my shit. Don't is worry. Is it on HBO? You send me no. your shit. Disney plus. Oh yeah. I don't got that. Oh, I got Disney Plus. Okay. Good. good. So it leaves me like we want to have a relaxed episode. So these are a bunch of like what ifs we talked about or we're going to throw in some would you rather. So my first what if or would you rather, I'm sorry, would be something that was proposed by John yesterday. And it's would you rather see your ancestors or be able to see your great grandchildren or, or great, meet, great meet you're saying meet. Would you, yeah. Would you want to meet your ancestors or meet your great, great, great grandchildren? Hmm. That's an interesting question. And I believe I would like to meet my future generations because at the end of the day, I know my ancestors did enough for me to get here. So I know they're okay. Whatever they're doing, they're smart, they're witty, they're good. Uh-huh. And yeah, I could probably learn something and they can give me some knowledge. But then again, it would be from that generation, that era. I don't know if I can apply it to mine. It's past. Exactly. Yeah. I hate to say so, it's past, but it's past. It's obsolete. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. with that being said, I know y'all did fine. Y'all made your way to the north, whatever you did. But mm-hmm. with that being said, I appreciate you very much. I would much rather meet my future generations. I want to know they're okay. Mm-hmm. Maybe I can learn something from their time frame t- in order to prepare for my current one. And... Yeah, I just want to, and plus I want to see like if we evolve as humans too. Like if we blink different, are we stronger? Are they taller, shorter? What are Did they you say, into? You say blink? Did you know today? I just learned yeah, this. Oh god! Real quick, that wink and blink. So basically, blink is the, the by wink. Yeah. Two winks. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I didn't know that. That's so, funny. <laughs> so, <laughs> so saying, that's just one eye, and we have two. So you're by. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I like that. <laughs> yeah, so I would just I think that'd be much cooler. Just Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. In the future, I want to see what's happening. What are you what who's who's here? Who am I, you know? Yeah. What's popping? Brand new What did my hopping. what did I what did my seats produce? No, or that or like if they took 
Or if like my son, like if Parker passed anything down from what he learned from me to his son and was able to teach his children to where it was appliable to them. You know, like question: How many generations are we skipping for? Like, which generation? I mean, so like I forgot the question. Said, well, yeah. I think you say great, but. Like a lot of people are able to. Can see we do great, 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 great? So that way, three. Like, yeah, because some so the, people see their great, great. You know what the I best mean. Thing so I would like to see my great, great, great. Okay. Because you don't usually see the great, great, great or the great, great, wow. great, great. Okay. So that's your son's son, 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 son. Wow. Fuck. Yeah. See, I would like to see that because I know what my Ooh. grandchildren gonna be, and if I'm blessed enough, I can see his great, great too. Great, yeah. Great so I would like to see my great, great, great or my great, great, great. All great. of a sudden, you, like Jacob, <laughs> Jacob goes forward, and there he's like, "Yeah, I'm Jacob. I'm you know." Man, that guy was a fucking asshole. That's you. <laughs> so that's every two decades, you would say. So you're great, great, great. So you'd be like 60 to be able to see your the third generation of what you've become. Mm-hmm. Third or fourth generation, yeah. Wow. No, I, I agree with you, Cliff. I would want to see the third generation because, like, our ancestors, they walked so we could run. Facts. If that makes sense. Facts. So, Everything that we're doing now is forecasting what's next to come. But then I kind of building off of what I read this quote the other day, though, and it was like, tough times make strong men. Easy time makes weak men and weak men go back to the beginning. Right. So Mm -hmm. our grandfathers may have had tough times and pass it on to our fathers and they were, you know, climbing. Mm -hmm. So us, we're setting up the next generation. So it's easier for them. But it was too easy are you really like a hardworking man or is everything like handed to you? See, and that's where I feel like a lot of people get it confused when it comes to passing down things to the generation. Yeah. You want your next generation to have things a bit easier, more convenient for them. But this is where I respect the old school. You have to install discipline and, um, you know, being humble, because like you said, if you make things too easy, eventually you will have a weak bloodline because everything's too convenient. They're spoiled to everything. You mm-hmm. don't want that. So you need to build some form of discipline and appreciation through everything. Like, look, yeah, this is easier and this is convenient, but this is why. So if you enjoy this, you need to keep doing this. Otherwise, we can start back at square one, buddy. And it's your fault. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. OK, but, so, no, so the quote was. Hard times create strong men. Strong men create good times. Good times create weak men, and weak men create hard times. Mm, so it's kind of like a like a cycle. A yeah. cycle. Yeah, it's a cycle mm. that most of us go through. But if you're informative and knowledge enough, you can catch that. So it keeps echoing that. So that work nah, ethic never fades away. I'm always about breaking cycles. You feel me? That's what we're always. doing. Always right. You be groundbreaking. Oh, it makes sense though. That's what we're. That's why we're doing all this right now to set up the next generation and they'll set up the next and then so that leads me kind of like to another question i just thought of i'm on the spot would you rather be known for your accomplishments that change the world or no so do you want that recognition or it doesn't matter to you as long as i made the impact i wanted to make you goddamn right i want a fucking statue i want motherfucking a lot actually he said not, not, not that i'm entitled but i feel like he said, babies better be named after me now. Oh, I'm sure they will be. I'm but not, I'm not, I'm not and it's not because I want to be immortalized. I mean, don't get me wrong, I kind of do. But for the most part, then anybody would be able to take credit for it. And I'm not having that at the end of the day. And I think that's why we fight so hard for credit as individuals. Because say if I work something like really hard at something, and then I never mention it because I don't want the recognition. I'm humble. But then the next guy, because you have to understand, if you tell a lie enough, eventually it becomes the truth in this day and age. Why would I let the next jackass take credit because and he ain't do nothing? No. Mm-hmm. So just to like dial back. So to go back to my statement of like walk and run. Mm-hmm. So to go back into our history, me and Clifton's right. So Rosa said Martin stood and now we're walking. So next generation, next generation can run mm-hmm. to what's to come because I feel like there's a whole shift going on. And I feel like we get to be the pioneers and a part of like, the to movement. push that, yeah, right. And of course, we need allies, of course, but like that's all on the podcast. But I just wanted to like put that statement out there because that's what we're standing for and that's what we're pushing to. So, yeah. And I got a good would you rather because I did want to hear y'all answers to this one. So, would you rather spend three weeks on Naked and Afraid or would you rather spend three months on the show Survivor and its island? Survivor. Let's go. I'm back to having every motherfucker on the island. 
I'm going back. Yeah, my name's Jacob. Yeah, I got you. I'm like, it's come to one in time. Somebody got my. Don't eat your ass. They're I'll go. F- Look, they're because I, I watched. I've watched yeah. that show enough. Yeah, I might not be the most physical to win some challenges, but if they got some like logical challenges, I could probably pull pull that pull that off. But nah, fuck that shit. They could just and vote you off though. They could, but they won't. <laughs> you stuck there because it's a full three months. Because so you look, be good at the game. Look, like I told Ash before y'all got here, I could be the dumbest smart person or the smartest dumb person and fuck people over. You know what season you're gonna be on? The one where they sent people off to that one island where they were really stuck and they had to do like small challenges on it and it was hard to get food, <laughs> hard to do stuff. I don't know if you watched that season. No. Like there was a season where if you got voted off the island, they didn't send you home. There was like this like outcast island where like there was a little hut and everything, but you had to work to build your camp. They barely sent you food and the challenges you had to do were pretty much all day challenges in order to earn a little bit of currency mm-hmm. in hopes to get some oh, food shit. and shit back. Oh, nope. And then you could work your way back onto the island and get back into the competition. I was like, I like that because it goes from survivor to extreme survivor. Yeah. So, yeah. so actually, I thought of this one outside. Well, actually, you oh, I want to hear their answers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So. I think so. I've never watched Naked and Afraid, but just be, judging on t- judging on the title, I'm assuming that I'm naked in a. <laughs> you're, na- you're naked with somebody of the opposite sex, and you're oh, a wor- oh wor- yeah. word oh yeah word stuck in the wild. Uh, are, is she you- single? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> don't know. Hell no. But but you guys have like a machete, and you guys oh. have like a um. A canister to carry water in. And I think a flashlight. And a flashlight. Three weeks? Three weeks. You got to build your own hut, fires, and you're naked. Yeah. Mind yeah. You. And you, you got to find your own food. Some of these places are bug infested. Like, you got mosquitoes Sweet. coming up. Like, open mm. wounds are a risk. You know, just for, just, for the, uh, just for the exhilaration <laughs> factor, put me on naked and afraid. For, for three weeks, sign you up for a month. Yeah. Out in the wild. <laughs> I'm, I'm almost leaning toward you, John, but I'm going to stay part of by no, a week and a half, it. you're gonna look like Bigfoot. All your hair gonna grow back. Uh, yeah, oh, it's gonna be bad. No. You, you gonna see me with the machete, like give, give myself a fade. <laughs> ah, cut myself. By we go buy some paste, put it on his head, shave it off. Hey, by week two, I got like a, like a taper. <laughs> He's no, good with the blade. I'll probably go with uh. <laughs> got gay Greek from a cut he did infection. Next thing you know, eye, eyes all swollen up and shit. You need a technic shot by the time you go. <laughs> no. uh, yeah, I go with Survivor, though. I, Survivor. I would just do that. That makes more sense, though. I mean, I don't mind naked and afraid, but it's just like, you don't know who you're going to be casted with. And, like, That's true. You're going to survive, and, like, that fight or flight kicks in. So, I don't know. Like, I would go with Survivor. And sometimes they put you in, like, tropical terrain. So, if you don't build a hut, you're going to be out there cold, ass, naked, wet. Wet. <laughs> <laughs> so... So here's a what if question that Cliff. So I don't think cuddling gonna go well because you're gonna be <laughs> <laughs> suction together. Gonna be inside you, right? So, Cliff, you actually proposed this question to John because John's a twin, and you had asked, "What if you and Joe never grew up together? Like pretty much, you guys were split at birth. Would you seek? Would you try to find him? And do you think you guys would be friends? Uh, Not even friends. Like you'd be brothers. Like, would you like really try to like attempt to be? Yeah, brothers? I guess. Would you attempt that brotherhood? If if I didn't, if I knew he existed or didn't know he existed, you did. Like you found out. Uh, like maybe yeah. you were twenty one. Mm-hmm. You just graduated. You got a like, brother. Like, but do you think it would be as strong as it is? Not like in real life. Uh, I think we have a lot of similarities, so it would it would help if we just met each other at twenty one. But we would have we would miss out on all those years of growing with each other and and all the the little things that like I told you guys about the mm-hmm. our messages back and forth and things that we already like are are normal. Yeah, our friendship, our our, our brotherly friendship because with each other is shit. been John, grown. John yeah. might never been left handed. He might have been right handed. Yeah, well, yeah, and I told you guys before that I copied. My brother, when I when we were at the table sitting there when we were younger, just like me and Clifton are, he was writing with his right hand. Joe was, and I would write with my left hand to like mirror him because I was thinking that's okay. I guess I gotta write or I gotta use my hand that I'm looking at. I'm looking at, you know, so it was just, uh, and that kind of grew with stuck with me. You know, I started eating with my my left hand, and it just grew from there. And now, what if that never happened? What if he became right-handed and the whole outlook of his child? I probably, probably would have been. 
a homeless bum living under the 21st Street Bridge. Damn. Like, that's some shit. Whoa. <laughs> where are you going with all this? Like, he ain't even answered one, like, two of your questions because you keep interrupting. And then he just made him a bum under yeah, the bridge. Yeah, damn. Like, calm down, you man. This nitro got life, you going. Oh, yeah. All because I didn't have Press my... Press the brakes on this nitro drink, man. <laughs> uh, but, yeah. So it was... I, I think maybe uh, could have been a ball player, you know. Being left-handed, you're better, you know, you're, you're uh, more... Uh, desirable like pitcher like a like a baseball pitcher that's a fact but like a right-handed person like for basketball i think you're you're more of the, like the natural style like being left-handed um yeah. jacob filling it <laughs> Sorry. Jacob, man, I'm a... so pretty much you would seek them out you would attempt yeah. and you think you guys would eventually obtain what you guys have now it just wouldn't be as strong like yes. you said you wouldn't be doing the whole rapping thing and stuff yeah. like that it's, yeah it's crazy that you say this though because there's another show on Netflix is called Three Identical Strangers mm. and they were split at birth this was a uh, I want to say it was a German experiment and they basically like people gave birth to like twins and triplets mm-hmm. and they would separate all of them at birth just to see the social like the social environmental development of all those kids wow huh. and some were like they knew they were a twin but the code depended on like okay there's somebody else supposed to be with me mm-hmm. so like say you wanted to cuddle but then that person's not there so it's like Subconsciously messing with you and like, mm-hmm. but that's another good movie to watch if you guys mm. want to watch Three Identical Strangers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sweet, yeah. So Jacob, oh, so me? You want me to ask all the damn questions today? You, you, no, you want Clifton to ask because he's like oh, the yeah. host. I'm, I'm in. Whatever, don't matter. I mean, that's fine. I'll ask all the questions. There was another Would You Rather that was really good that I mentioned. What was the other one that I mentioned? Jacob's Yeah. Real quick, make sure you guys go follow us on Spotify, Apple, Podbean, wherever you listen to podcasts. iHeartRadio. It's lit. Always. There we go. Okay. So, would you rather own a bar or a restaurant? And I'm going to start with Ash, since you already have a business. If, like, you were diving into a different <laughs> business venture, would you go bar or restaurant? You I'm can't going. have a bar or restaurant. It's strict. Oh. I can't have a bar and a restaurant? I just want No, like, if you did a bar, you're strictly focused on, like, clubbing, bar, DJ, drinks, and, like, obviously, you'll have, like, little finger foods and sandwiches, but it won't be, like, no bar and grill type shit. And then with, like, the restaurant, I mean, like, it's an actual restaurant, like, Carabas. Let's just okay. sit restaurant. down yeah. okay. type of. Oh, I would take a, hmm, more so of a restaurant. Mm-hmm. Really? Wow. I would do a what, restaurant. Would it be a seafood restaurant because you like seafood so much? It would be exotic food restaurant. Ooh. Okay, okay. So you're talking yeah. about, like, gator and shit like that? I mean, is that exotic to you? <laughs> I, to me, yeah, because I don't. I mean, some people eat snails, and that's exotic. I mean, in the south, it ain't exotic, but like people out west coast, yeah, mm-hmm. might be east okay. coast. I too. see what you're saying. I don't know, like, because I feel like if I owned a bar, that'd be casting towards people's like, nothing's beneficial from drinking. It's poison that we like, so we drink it and we feel better. But it's like you don't want to poison the community. Yeah, I don't want to so poison. Look, the community. Yeah, I'm. I'm. Ob- wait, is that your complete answer? Yeah, I'm doing restaurant. All right, I'm doing bar. Let me hear it. Because I th- just feel like if I have the power to create a vibe and an energy that people would want to come to and enjoy their night at, why not? If I can leave people having a memorable time and be safe by doing it, then hell yeah. I can picture it now. I'm walking into Jacob's oh, bar. Shit. There ain't no hip hop on the jukebox. <laughs> Country. Like I'm old there's, town no, there's like ten, <laughs> ten whiskeys behind the bar, no cognac, fruit flies. Yeah, fruit, fruit flies. flies. <laughs> there's, there's definitely karaoke going Dude, on somewhere. John Taffer is on his way to your shit right he now. Got a, he got a whole he got bowl. a bull ride in there somewhere. He got a bull ride. He got a whole bowl of like chewed. It's on all taped. It's like duct taped. It's been used so much and like not fixed, so it's like no. duct taped. Around Halloween time, he's gonna have a bowl of candy, but it's gonna be mostly wrappers because people are gonna throw it back in the bowl. Damn. <laughs> Disrespectful. Okay, <laughs> he, he chose a bar. <laughs> like I have nothing. Damn, I have nothing to say right now. What's that? What's that one meme? It's like, damn, I'm getting cooked. <laughs> I can see it now. Man. Okay, so no, Jacob choosing the bar. John, what are you choosing? So I'm gonna tell you that I'm gonna choose a bar based on the factors of just the popularity of a bar compared to a restaurant. So, so restaurants are more. So that's kind of like my thought process is. Thinking of it as a restaurant, okay, a restaurant has to be particular. It's a, it's a sit-down. It's a family-oriented thing. It's, like, very – I would say it's harder to almost make a profit 
unless you're very niche, you be you have a, a, a you have Good to have niche. A, a niche. Yeah, you have to have it have your niche and have your clientele. A bar is I can get a Miller Lite, I can get a, a beer, a, a shot, and I, you know you can make money on that, and that's very. Um, profitable right beer and chicken it, pretty much like serve chicken because yep. like i said you could do yep. like little finger food bar yep. food. And, and also how jacob said with the good times and things I, I know my dad and my mom you know they'll they'll reference things and you know you talk to older people and they'll reference a bar that they went to in 1982 and it's no longer there but they remember the memories and that would be that would be kind of fun to have like that make a memorable spot yeah make a, a nice location for people to go and have a good time and relax and Hopefully not fight and fucking cause problems, but people, you know, you can't always. And I agree. I would definitely go with a bar one, you know, for a fact, Monday through Thursday for the most part, unless you have specials on your menu, you won't have really a heavy bar or if it's game day, Mm -hmm. you're really just concentrating on Friday, Saturday, Sunday. You know what I mean? So the cleanup is like only heavy three days a week. It's easy to clean up Monday through Thursday and light. You know, you get your favorites who come in pretty much Monday through Thursday. Like, they come in, order the same shit, same beer, sit down, talk to the bartender. I feel like it's a lot of lighter work. So, almost be reversed, though, in a sense, because Friday through Sunday, you'll be at a bar versus throughout the week. You would be at a restaurant. And that's what I'm saying. I don't I don't want to do all that. I don't want to take care of something seven days a week and have to deal with kids and all it's sorts of stuff. Upon, you know, the, the sale, the, the prices of goods and prices of meats and things that are going up. And that's what I'm saying. So like There's on so a Tuesday, you, you may, you know, prep all this food and then the Tuesday traffic is not what it was, you know, three months ago and you're wasting food and wasting and, money. And that's and, what I was also thinking about, like the inventory that's going to go mm-hmm. in the trash. Like you're going to throw away way more produce than you are beer. I can guarantee mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. That shit going to get drained. <laughs> So that's the perspective. I mean, for, for, <laughs> that shit's gonna get drank. So for for our audience, what, what are you choosing? Are you choosing a bar? Are you choosing a restaurant? Let and, us know in the comments it, below. Cause, cause and be- here's the beautiful thing about a bar: you can have a simple menu: chicken wings, burger, mozzarella sticks, pretzels, and like some uh, cheese curds. Yep. Boom. You ain't got to do no more than that. Mm-hmm. People happy. Maybe keep like some dollar bag of chips, like how some bars do. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> even at like B Dubs, how do people go to B Dubs all the time? Right. People love B Dubs. Why? True. Yeah, that's a restaurant. But restaurant. And it's also a bar, and they can drink, and they can. So you kind of have to like watch football. Both of them have to coexist. Right. But your question was, which one would you rather have? Right. Would you rather? Yeah. So I'm still sticking to restaurant. So, restaurant. Okay. You asked a good one yesterday, John, and I liked it a lot. Would you rather be around at the beginning of, you said, beginning of the world or end of the world? Well, the other one sounds scary. So give me the beginning. I can see everything. I know the end ain't coming soon. But the end, I might be walking down the street, hole might open up. Big hole drop in. Earthquake. Fucking something meteorite falling from the sky. It's too cold outside. No, I'm cool. Give me where I can actually see the tectonic plates breaking apart and hopefully I'm not like in the middle of it. He said, I, I want to see Pangea. Yeah, I want to hmm. see Pangea. I want to see creatures. I want to see life. The end of the world, there's no life. You're scrambling okay. for your own. Mm. I'm trying to see the end of the world. You mm. want to see the end? I just just want to see the end. I want to see what's going really. I want to see what causes causes the end of it. Is it something out of our control, like a meteorite or shit like that, or is it something that is humanly caused by a nuclear bomb or shit just fucking up by the government or just something I th- like I that? I think I, I will go with beginning, but I feel like if you chose the end, you will see that what we've done to the earth, humans. That's done. what I'm saying. Right, right. I feel like there's always I'd a be new beginning. See, yeah, I'll be yeah. able to see. You know. What you know? What we built up to, but I want to see what really was like the last straw of the earth. Like, I hear you. So you just pretty much want to have the knowledge and be a witness to the destruction of Earth. See me? That sounds cool, but then I would have to look my family in the eyes and look at them all worry, be defenseless, and I can't do nothing about it and mm-hmm. feel like less of a man about myself. Yeah, no, thank you. But you also got to realize like I have to look my baby in the eyes. If and it's out of your control, die. it's out of your control. You got to back look. I mean, yeah, but I'm still not trying to this look my baby happening. in the eyes and he's looking at me to solve this right now problem and he's about to die and I'm about to die. Like, no, I don't even want that on my heart that's and mind. That's that's, that's fair. Could you imagine that's looking at Parker in the eyes and he just wants you to make make this shit go away and he's just and crying? Crying back to him back, Parker. He said, I'm crying back. Yeah, <laughs> back. So we both crying. <laughs> we both crying because <laughs> daddy can't fix this one. Nah, see, I don't want mm-hmm. that. See, I don't, I don't know. See, I feel like, yeah, once I do have a kid, I would be like, listen. I'll sacrifice myself for you. Oh, yeah. Exactly. You know what I'm no, I agree with that. But there also is a time in the world to where, as a parent, you can't fix everything. You're going to try your damnedest to. Don't get me wrong. But at the end of the day, 
you're you're never gonna no one's perfect we're not robots true see but the only time i want my kid to look at me that way is like if we're at a funeral and it's like somebody he okay. lost that's it's like that's okay fair. like daddy can't fix this that's more understandable okay and i'm gonna explain death to him but the end of the world he wants me to do it and it's just like damn son like i don't know I don't but you, look at him then you gotta like maybe. No. like look death of you know it's death of the earth just like how aunt so so or uncle so so passed away this this is what happens when you don't but treat see, something right that's very hear, but hear me out though so, you, <laughs> so we're, so almost, we're, but we're almost having mm-hmm. two separate different arguments. So you're saying at the, be, at the end of the world, you're going to have your family and friends and people with you. But mm-hmm. at the beginning, you're going to have yourself. So it's really like you just you being in the in the earth when it's created. Being in the moment. So, so, it's, oh, so it, is my family with me at the beginning? Because if so, I mean, bring my family again to the it, beginning of the earth. I'd be cool right. with that. So, but it's almost just like if, you, if you're going based on the facts that, you know, emotionally that you can't do anything about it and your family's going to, you know, die – that it, it almost is like you're waiting you're weighing it differently and i don't know for me I, I agree with jacob i would rather see the end just based on i don't know just to see what happens i don't know why we're fist bumping it just, I, I didn't know anybody would want to see the end like yeah I would want to yeah see it'd, be, it'd be interesting like like how the, like the destruction of the earth no. and it's very negative it's it's you know, because you know again it's again it's very two different weighted conversations because one is about life one's about death that, there's right. that that's, that's the entire and and that's pretty much you know. what it is and my thing is I'm cool with not seeing death I much I love mm-hmm. life and I love life so much I just yeah. much I, I hear see that. the beginning I hear that. yeah I agree the, the knowledge of the end of the earth doesn't intrigue me that much because at the end of the day once we're off we are not because <clears throat> say if the end of the earth is still going on after you die you really didn't witness or learn anything because what if you, you see what I'm saying I see what you're saying because there's always there can always be Kind of like a continuation, a, a new beginning. Yeah, yeah. I guess is I the best that. way to a, phrase it. A new it. beginning. That's why, I like, if I gave birth to a new perspective or philosophy that echoes forever, versus the death of that happening, which one has That's more the, of an effect? I just, right. And it's right. nice that we're having these type of conversations because it just proves perspective is everything. It is at the end of the day, you know. Mm-hmm. So. Mm. Because don't get me wrong, death is interesting, but not so interesting enough that I'm trying to see it this close. Because when I do see it this close, I'm going to be like, go away. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so <laughs> I got another one. What if we never became friends? Like, what if I never met John, which loved me and Clifton? And what if we never seen each other in all way between me and Ash? Do you think this group would have ever came together? Nope, I'd probably be somewhere with my uncle, honestly. I always thought about that. Like, if I never met my group of friends or, like, even, like, knowing Hector before all this, I probably would have moved away with my uncle because my mom and dad has always hinted at that and wanted to do that in a way and said I'd be better if they sent me off to either, like, wherever my uncle Dion was or go to California with one of my uncles who were millionaires at this time, still are, and I could have had a different life. And if I wouldn't have had nothing to really cling to here, I would have been somewhere else. Probably would have been in California, honestly. I would have took that, lived in a mansion, and connected with people. Still kind of want to do that, but I'm too old now. No, you still can. I still can. can But my uncle ain't going to let me, like, I don't know if he would, actually. Maybe if I ask him. If you were to present Amari as the new opportunity, which is the rebirth of you, presenting the opportunity, it's like, look, we can establish something different. So what about you? Do you think we would have gotten together? No. No, fuck no. no. I, I mean, I feel like the universe knows what it's doing, and I feel like we met obviously for a reason. Mm-hmm. Right. I feel like if we never had a conversation, but, I feel like you're the way you view life and I view life, we would have met regardless. But like you also got to think, before high school, we crossed paths before when we oh, were younger times. Yeah, Be, you know, same football teams actually. You took my spot. Okay. So, yeah. but you remember, right? <laughs> yeah. You remember that instance that oh, I know of him now, and you knew of me. Right. So it's just it's just a matter of, are you going to act on it? And my thing is, in the piggyback off what you two are saying, because I believe in quantum physics and stuff like that and parallel universes, I believe we've all not just met in this lifetime, because clearly we're here, but past lifetimes. And if you go back to like past generations and civilizations, there's always like a school of some sort for children to gather and just, you know societies you know what i mean and i've always had that feeling when i've crossed you guys before i even knew you like for some reason like i kind of know you but i don't know you you're kind of interesting maybe i will know you at some point and it just naturally blossom and happen and i feel like that's happened throughout lifetimes where we've known each other we've done this maybe in different circumstances obviously podcasts didn't exist in like the dark ages or nothing but who knows maybe we're in 
groups once upon a time maybe we didn't even look like this but our energies were the same just different bodies different faces mm-hmm. and we just keep reconnecting keep establishing and clearly our energies like each other and that's why we can exist around each other for so long and anytime maybe this flesh or physical passes we may be gone for a while but for some odd reason we always find a way back to each other through some type of just positive magnetism mm-hmm. if that makes sense what about you John? understand energies um, I don't know. It's it's so hard to like. It's just kind of the same thing with you know um, meeting. If I and if I never met my brother, like that kind of question is like, well, I don't know. Like it's just kind of like like I said, it's kind of the universe at work. We are here for a reason, or we're together for a reason. Mm-hmm. And to say that you know, will we? You know, w- would have we been? I don't know. Um, we want to wrap it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Right, an hour. Yeah, mm-hmm. okay. I just I, I looked at Cliff because he usually has a quote, but I have a quote, and it's actually going to be another uh, chocolate Chinese proverb. I came up with it on my own, so hopefully someday I can see my name like on the inspirational quotes or quotes in a book someday. And today's is by me. Usually people say life is, it is what it is. I disagree. I believe life is what you make it, but that's a choice. You can volunteer to take it or leave it where it is, but don't blame nobody. When your life is what it is. So this has been a episode of It's On Us. Again, make sure you guys go like us on our anywhere you listen to podcasts, whether it be iHeart, Spotify, Apple, Podbean. We're gonna be on Facebook Podcast soon. I gotta figure out how Facebook to Facebook Podcast. It. Just know that we are forecasting a future that's gonna echo into forever. So make sure you guys tune in next week to our episode and you guys stay blessed. And we are out of here. Bye mom. for listening to iou podcast where you can reach us on spotify apple podbean youtube um and our gmail is iou podcast 440 and this has been a great episode with my boys and stay tuned for next week and god bless